You're now listening to Music Impulse with Smiles. Mr. Smiles. <laughs> uh, I don't mind helping your ass out. Which one you want to do first? Uh, let's go with Velvet Rope. Let's go with Velvet Rope. Yeah. I, I, I start. I started my morning off with that one. Changed your whole morning, huh? He was like, "Oh shit, yes, yes." Especially when I was reading about, it, I was like, "Oh shit, this album was way much deeper." <laughs> Yep. <laughs> no, no yep. Thoughts. And I'm, I'm a fuck it. Just go. I'm with you. Because my thing is like the the context, like of when and where in the trajectory of her catalog and how it impacted. That's what I'm gonna speak to and all that. So yeah, yeah. But uh, 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 I'm, gonna, I'm gonna add a little intros before it. But yeah, I'm gonna get to it. Bet. All right. Three, two, one. All right, y'all. It's your boy Smiles, and we back for another. Ugh. All right, y'all. It's your boy Smiles, and we back for another episode of the Music Impulse. On this episode, I got my guy Low with me. You know, we're gonna bring back the little series I had where I'm listening to music albums, you know, different projects for the first time, and just getting feedback from different friends and folks around me that just kind of just let me know why is that album so so impactful so you know me and my guy low uh big papa skeeter you know and all the ruckus in the building you know what i'm saying wow. uh we're gonna go through and do do some some albums so, so on this episode we're gonna start off with janet jackson with her velvet rope album it was our sixth album dropped in october 7th 1997 uh, this album spurned six singles. Six singles. Niggas don't do six singles nowadays. It's one, one, possibly two singles, and that's it. <laughs> this album had six singles, y'all. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about this album um, and everything that had to do with it, y'all. Y'all heard me talk a little bit about it uh, during the intro, so you know we're gonna get right on to it. So uh, it's good, my guy. So uh, let's, let's start off with. How you been, and then we can get into why you chose Janet Jackson Velvet Rope. Oh, I'm good, man. I'm excited. I appreciate the opportunity too, because you know we 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 we've been cooking up all year, all last year. You know what I'm saying? And, and so to be able to, we've like, well, what can we do going forward? Wise, you know, you the music man. So when you hit me with these ideas, I'm like, let me go as far off the spectrum as I can, because I feel like right with uh, well, not because you was like Janet Jackson, what? But like, I feel like our music listening has changed even with the pandemic, right? Just like mm-hmm. us as a, as a crew, as the Inauda Bros one, but then as people too, like, I don't know about you, like, but my lifestyle, I'm not as out as much anymore. So like, yeah. all the, the, it's hard to get hyped sitting there with your baby, like in the high chair in the kitchen. I mean, you can, <laughs> but 
And then for me too, I don't know about you, but like the takeoff situation and, and some of the other stuff just made me want to kind of lean into a, a another genre, if you will, try to like get yeah. back to like my old musical taste where like I was a little bit more diverse than yeah. recent years. And so I always like when I'm trying to like mellow out or soften up, if you a little bit like uh, Janet Jackson, for sure. Janet Jackson and like Diana Ross or some shit, like some jazz, some Afro jazz or something. But yeah. Janet Jackson is for sure my go to. Yeah, because I, I definitely, like I said, um, when I researched this album, it was uh, given the, the, my little one-time listen through this morning, I was like, damn. Yeah. This album had this many topics? And what? this is the album he picked? Like, you know, like, like this is, the, I, was like, I was like, this just, 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 yeah, see? just, just see? knowing you as a person and just like, wow, the topics and then he, and this is the album you told me like six, seven, eight months ago that you were like, hey, when we finally talk good. about it, we're going to talk about Van Root. Good music is good music, my nigga. Yeah. And, and the thing about music, and I think why it's always subjective to like the individual is because of the, the experience that you have with it or when you was introduced to it and stuff, right? So like my mom was a very like, she was music savvy. You know what I'm saying? She did her thing and she had all she had the like the stereo with the six disc changer and stuff. Oh yeah. So on Saturdays, it was six completely different discs, com- completely different genres. Like as far as like we we listening to disco, jazz, like the upbeat party stuff okay. that she used to get into. And then on Sundays, we listen to more like the ballad records and stuff. So like the Aretha's, the the Mariah Carey's and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Donna Summer, Diana Ross, Janet Jackson, that was Saturday. Sunday was Whitney Houston. Well, Whitney was kind of in the middle, so you could play her either day. She loved her as Whitney. Yeah. But Mariah, Brandy, like that stuff was a lot. It, 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 was, it was intense. But I like this one, The Velvet Rope, because when you think of Janet Jackson, you think of like Control or like mm-hmm. Rhythm Nation or you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that type of stuff. This album was the one where it's like people, you, you do got to go back. Even the music here has got to go back and be like, ah, like... What was the joints on there? And, and some of the ones are still getting sampled to this day. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, six singles. I was like, damn. Yeah. I was like, and just even just as I was going through, just seeing like the songs that I knew, I was like, oh, this was on this album. Yep. This was on this album. I didn't know that was on the album too. Like shit. Like Janet was doing her thing. Like, uh, what what was the the one I was like, um, every time. Um, mm-hmm. That, that was one of the ones I, I knew about. I was like, oh, I, I get lonely. I was like, oh, okay. Go, know, deep. Okay. go yeah, deep. Go deep. It was one of my favorite Janet Jackson records of all time. Uh, yep. video, mostly because of the video. It's like how I was introduced to the song. Um, Till It's Gone. I Get Lonely with Black Street. Yep. Which I found out it, uh, that was the remix. I was like, because the, the original version is without them. Yeah. Which I yeah. found out. Yeah. It, it's so, this album, bro, it was so rich in the the production aspect of it the artistic and the connectivity to the art uh and then you know now that we older and you could kind of go back like i just liked it because it jammed but then when you go back and you see like like the themes the sub themes and in the context and stuff like now mind you when i started liking this album i ain't know what the hell was going on i was a kid i ain't know what they yeah. was talking about i knew it was sex but i ain't realized that it was uh, exploring bisexuality i didn't know that it was expo- yeah. exploring like 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 homosexuality and those things now i'm a heterosexual uh uh male <laughs> i'm married you know what i'm saying all of that yeah. but this music is good music right so mm-hmm. it's, it's not i don't i don't find it uh limiting or like oh, i can't listen to this because this is uh nah like this shit fire this this 
this actually positioned her like to she was already an icon but like this helped to like solidify her to like what she is now even after all these years like this is back in the, the late 90s early 2000s and this I, I even seen a critique it said that the uh, the velvet rope is is the the formulaic uh, blueprint for any pop star that's trying to like go into a darker theme. So you think about when Rihanna's content changed over and got a little bit more raunchy. When yeah, Taylor I remember Swift that Radar album. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Taylor Swift, and I'm I'm mm -hmm. I'm learning more about Taylor Swift music because London likes Taylor Swift and all that. So I'm I'm learning about her her kind of rise because that's not a genre mm -hmm. that you know what I'm saying. That's not an artist I was familiar with all the way all the way. Um. But like when when they kind of make those like darker turns, they even uh, said that the weekend and some of the, the way his albums were constructed was similar to this. This is like the development of like alternative R and B. So mm -hmm. I feel yeah. like like, like to, to be able to recognize that at an early age and not really know what the hell it was that I was listening, but just know like this is good and like this is still good. I'm appreciative of that uh, to be able to experience that. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because I was reading about all the influences just for the album, like yeah, the the pop, the rock, mm -hmm. the R and B influence. I was like, damn. Then jazz, electronic, yeah. you all of that. Yeah. And as I listened to it, I was like, damn. I hear all oh, this is like she really had all this in the album, and it just jams. Go deep. Had had G Funk. That right, yeah. they had the, the the boings and whistles. That had the, the the DJ quick shit in the background. Like if you mm -hmm. if you if you just strictly just it's even a part of the song where there is a breakdown and you just hear the the like the snares and all that shit and like the drum pattern and all that it, with the deep synths and all that that's West Coast as fuck. Mm -hmm. like, like, for real. I, I was even noticing like with some of the songs just well just coming with R and B. Oh, uh, I forgot what song it was, but I was like, this song had one verse. All it was was chorus, pre-chorus, chorus, pre-chorus, and it was like three minutes long. And I'm like. This song jams. I was like, this is like a song that, you know, you know, when I get a lady in the barrel, I'm gonna have to push play on this. It's like but and it, all it, this is just it, a chorus and a pre-chorus <laughs> the whole song. No, Nothing but that for three look minutes. At you sounded like an A and R. You've been hanging out in the studio too much now. My nigga like like ah nah the, the bridge didn't quite come in right on this one. We just need <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I was I was like this album, I was like, this album just really jams and just again doing the research and found out that she said uh, the inspiration came from her having a mental breakdown when she was on the Janet World Tour. Uh, yeah. The quote I, I, I found, she said, I was very, very sad, very down. I couldn't get up sometimes. There were times when I felt very hopeless and helpless, and I felt like walls were kind of closing in on me, like you can't escape. And that was the inspiration uh, for this album. And it took her like two years to record it. Like they said, they stopped and um, restarted like so many times. Uh, yeah. Like I, I read a quote from uh, Jimmy Jam and Cherry Lewis. They're like, yeah. It was times where we would record and she she just couldn't get it out. So she would just leave the studio and probably not come back for five or six days. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it, it's even the, the and I thought that it was like, OK, it's the velvet rope. It's, it's the party scene or whatever. But like my favorite, one of my favorite tracks on this, uh, aside from Go Deep, is the title track, The Velvet Rope. Mm -hmm. That's the one where like, you know, say like, let me get busy to that shit. Let me get, uh, mm. Like. Okay, if y'all listening, you can see me pop lock. My shoulder shoulder movement is crazy. Um, but, <laughs> but they um, no no no. So what they did was they like the velvet rope is like inviting you inside. Like I, I read somewhere it's like the, it was the metaphor for the emotional boundaries. So it's like yeah. she kind of went inward to create the album that she wanted to make so that she can fully express who she was. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And she even said, like, because, you know, we talked about, like, the, the sexuality of it and stuff. And 
it, it, this, this was at a time when it wasn't as prominent like how it is in the music now, but like exploring like sexual orientation and those types of things. And she and people were alluding, well, is Janet Jackson bisexual? Is Janet Jackson gay? Like, what is she? And she's like, I just have a lot of people that are in the community and I wanted to, to I hang with those people and I wanted to make something that they could jam to, too. But you use that mm-hmm. up for your own interpretation, whether or not I'm I'm, I'm bisexual or not. And, and but this music is, is slap. So, yep. Tonight's the night. I was like, because before I reached out, I was listening, I'm like, oh, she does say girl on like every she does. She literally doesn't say like tonight's the night boy until like the very last like little hook chorus i was like that's the third time through the first two times through she says girl and i'm like oh but if you were hanging I, I, I said I, and i was like I'm, it turned it yeah. on right, so to this uh and i was like i i really didn't pay attention because i was like this is a song it's again a i would put put on in in the bedroom like hey, hey girl tonight's the night we yeah. down, girl. <laughs> i wasn't thinking about the fact that janet jackson was singing it <laughs> yeah yeah man like like I, I liked it too because even as we do this series man you hopefully you have me on some more episodes man but like as we do this series for me it's a lot about um like we know like we could go back and kind of see where it was but where it was in the artist catalog mm-hmm. and what it did to them that's one thing i'm gonna make i'm trying to make sure that that's a point continuity wise in each episode like catalog wise what this did for the artist because this like solidified her space it provided a template for other folks going forward but then more importantly um i think it kind of gave her her signature lane for her to just rock out in because like she was known one way then with with control and rhythm nation we got to learn more and more of her but then we got to know her on a deeper level with this album and then i feel like the music um was a lot more freer going forward as far as she wasn't scared to take risks because if you listen mm-hmm. to like some of the other albums like as, as we get more into more current times she she still experimented she wasn't scared to experiment with things and cover certain things and i think that that's a lesson to all artists out there and all creators is to continue to be fearless continue to like push those boundaries like mm-hmm, definitely and then uh one song i actually definitely wanted to point out with you was actually uh the song empty um Mm-hmm. That I thought thought when she said that it speaks about the social network, and I was thinking like, this was back in '97. This is stuff that we deal with today in 2022, 2023. Is like the it's fact that like people meeting on, yeah, pe- people meeting online and bringing their false sales, and you don't really know about. I was like, damn. For me, that just shows how how far in advance she was thinking, and she was already seeing that like, yo, these be- meeting on computers and all this stuff was like. This is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but well, and this I, is in '97. I, I mentioned it at the top of the show, though, bro. Like our, our connectivity as a society, like we're we're the irony is we are more connected now to each other than we've ever been, but we are not as connected. Like we connected through machines and artificial intelligence, but actual human like contact and connectivity, we are more disconnected than we've ever been. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And and we say that on a mass level, but really think about just the interactions like with your loved ones. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now it's different for, for people like you and I who we live in a completely different place. So even more is it, is kind of like uh um uh highlighted, you know what I'm saying? As far as like like that that a lot of it is FaceTimes, text messages, and you can't and some of that the tonality and stuff of what when we speak and stuff gets lost in that. Mm-hmm. So imagine I'm married So thank God for that But I imagine Somebody like you On a dating scene That shit gotta be crazy Like yeah. you can't even Catch a vibe And feel You know what I'm saying Like maybe we can Build something here Because the pressure Of, of the first date Or so like 
you don't even get a chance to kind of correct that or, or 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 like do the dance if you will because it's eh, eh and then go about your business whereas the casual mm-hmm. way back in the day y'all kind of know each other y'all in, operate in the same spaces y'all can watch each other in not a creepy way i know how you get down mm-hmm. not a creepy way, but like you can pay attention to like how they deal and, and like how they talk how they react and then you can decide if you want to like you know what i'm saying step mm-hmm. in for yourself but it's not it's not as much of that anymore like yeah, especially because you don't know people's like own mentality and they thoughts on like text messaging and and uh mm-hmm. all that stuff like because your tonality because you don't know me or how i talk and all the, how i interact so i may say something you like whoa hey yeah no nah, i didn't i didn't i didn't mean it that way but because you don't know me as a person you you, you just know how i texted right. you you may have t- taken it totally wrong like Somebody could be like, "Hey, I like being sarcastic," and they think like, "Oh shit!" Like, man, man please, please. It's BA Black IRS, aka Black Wall Street, in the building. Yo, it's JMO. Let me book the territories, residential white guy. Yeah, our Caucasian correspondent. This is E Ray, the quasi bad guy, the Diet Coke of evil, Peen Malenko. Uh. You know, of course, the American cream, Brody Loads. And I am your pod guy, your pod tribal chief, the boy A-Dub in the building. And this is Let Me Book the Territory, the greatest four-man wrestling podcast known to mankind. Absolutely. And you can catch us now on Inaudible Ruckus Presents. And we'll be here every Friday, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're ready for it, to sweep me when you see me and let the madness run wild. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing was, real quick, before I go through some of my, my like all-time favorite tracks, uh, it had a lot of interludes and stuff. Janet was normal. Yeah. Like, and a lot of it was just them just hanging around in the studio, just doing shit. So even though, and I'm going to tell y'all, if y'all go back and look at this, it's like 22 songs, right? Um... It's really only half of these are actual songs. The other half are just like interludes and stuff. Like they're just kind of mm-hmm. just transitional elements to get you from song to song. Um, but I, I know Velvet Rope for sure is my favorite. Got Till It's Gone uh, with Q-Tip and Johnny Mitchell. I think it was fire. Go Deep for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Free Zone was fire. And then um, shit i think it's a good run towards the end but like every time tonight's tonight and i get lonely like back to back to back to back it's like well it's like okay come down yeah that, that that's <laughs> when i was like that's when i was like i was like oh this is a nice little like joy so like deep that's when i really was getting into that i'm like damn this hit damn this is nice too ooh, ooh, rope burn mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. i was like okay yeah watch this smiles don't give me ideas bro yeah i was like that that little <laughs> like ideas, bro. Calm down. Cool, yeah, that Jack. little four four or five song run was like I was like that's like the the best run of songs in in the whole album to me. I mean, just off a of first listen, it, it's Janet Jackson. But dare we say, was there any skips? No, nah, just off that listen, I was like, no. Cut it from the top, let it run out. If you go back with a certain level of intentionality, like when I go back now, I skip around, like or I just I don't already made a playlist with the ones that I like on there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause honestly, she got so much music, bro. And, and all this year, like this is always on the list. But all through this year, I just been going back through her catalog, and like you said, I just been discovering like one or two songs that I knew, but I mm. didn't know what album they was on. Cause like after this, it's up in the air, bro. I ain't even gonna hold you up. That's when she started doing crossovers, and you know what I'm saying? You're Janet rapping. It's, it's like, bro, I ain't trying to hear Janet 
rapping over a, 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 a Kanye, a early Kanye beat. Kanye's on one of the, one of the, al- the later albums after this. Like, and I'm just, and, all this like, like the, was it Demita Joe that was made by Jermaine Dupree? Like, yeah, nah, JD, yeah, yeah just now, just go on. back to working with Mariah. <laughs> now, hold on, that album is still fire because it's Janet Jackson, but I, you see, I didn't recommend it for this. So it don't, it don't it, culturally, I feel like it don't have the same impact as this, bro. Like it just, just do something different, man. It just set the table like all these years later, like you said. So I recommend this one for sure. Yeah, because I even, I even saw that uh, even with the tour uh, that she had afterwards, they said um, the tour was critically acclaimed uh, with everything that she was doing with the way she was dressing, the uh, all the bro, dances, and then on top, she was grinding on niggas on stage, man. <laughs> Yeah, it was like that, and because uh, was it Tiana Taylor? She always says that that's why she does uh, her whole little bring a, a chick or a dude on stage and do the. Uh, she was like, I got that from Janet Jackson. That's because I think one of the shows uh, Janet showed up and she was like, Yo, to be able to bring Janet Jackson and do the move that taught that inspired me to do this on stage. She was like, Yo, that was yeah. amazing. <laughs> Yep. And it was, it was like, hey, all that came from this tour, and well, then reading about it, the videos for the singles and all that, it's like everything. I think I also want to give her credit to the empowerment of the the, the earlier years of the LGBTQ uh, mm-hmm. community or whatever, like because they've always they've been doing their thing, they've been fighting their fight for a long time. But back then it wasn't as as accepted or or like it wasn't as many allies for them at this time. So they kind of, it was like a sub uh, like a subculture, if you will. And not mm-hmm. to diminish them, but that's just was the, the 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 stigma, if you will. So Janet Jackson helped to bring power and like light to them through this. So I feel like that that you know what I'm saying that should be said just on a a social aspect as far as how she was able to do like women's empowerment. You know what I'm saying? LGBTQ uh, empowerment, like all of that stuff, man. Oh yeah, definitely for sure, and that that even got me thinking about how because I recently saw the Whitney Houston movie, um, the I Want to Dance movie, and like the new, yeah, how was yep. that? It was cool because it, it gets it gets straight to it about like like <laughs> he, he, like, he, like yeah, Jersey crack house, nineteen ninety five, yeah, the, yeah, the, uh, she had knew the chick Robin Crawford since she was like a teenager. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, they was a couple like straight off the rip yeah, Bobby Bobby came into their world yeah I was like oh I was like I didn't know she made that because uh, it came from her, her pops because uh, uh, doing one of the things like she, she was like pops I'm trying to bring her on you know bring her official you know bring her be out of the crew you know get her pay and all that and pops was like uh no, they are already <laughs> talking about you possibly date, dating this girl, and we don't need none of that. And I'll allow I'll allow her to be on the crew, but you need to go on some dates with some men, right? It's you need nice. to publicly you need to publicly be seen with some men. <laughs> and the next thing they they oh, showed those it. the times, like I said, those were the times back then. Like you couldn't be your free self, and Janet was like, "Nah, I'm gonna be my free self. Forget you." Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, snap. I, was like, I didn't know this, this was off the rip. <laughs> and then it started off by like, hey, yeah. And then she told the girl like, no, nah, uh, the Christianity and the, the Bible. And I, I don't I don't want to go to hell. And she was like, 
You wasn't thinking about none of that this whole time we've been living together. Smoking crack <laughs> and scissoring me. <laughs> right. I was like, but as soon as your your, your dad said something and he, he was about to basically cut you off and all that, you was like, oh no, I'm gonna fall in line, pops. <laughs> that's crazy. But, uh, but yeah, it was like the fact that Jen Jackson did it, it was like, that's something I feel like Whitney could have did back in the day. She could have did a, a song like that, kind of like 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 well, no. Shit. Bobby Brown was with Janet first. <laughs> if you've seen the Bobby Brown thing, like he threw her out of the hotel room or something like that. Like it was something mm-hmm. crazy that they never talked about. I'm like, hey, that that maybe Bobby would have had a whole different type of run. Mm-hmm. Like my, my man Bobby and Whitney. Whew. <laughs> I got Bobby by the brown, Whitney by the key. No. <laughs> uh, what else you got? Yeah, in fact, happy I, birthday, Pimp C. Today's uh, actually Pimp C's birthday. Happy birthday, to Pimp C. You guys are hearing this when you're hearing this, but we're recording this. Yes. Pimp birthday. Smoke something. On time, by oh. yeah. yeah. Um, but uh. What were some of your, your favorite tracks? Uh, again, you, you said from the the album that you want to maybe want to touch on or anything. Well, no, no. So, like I said, uh, the Velvet Rope kind of walked through that one. Uh, yeah. Go deep, free zone, which because it was just like you know, so that was the, the speaking to the empowerment piece. Those was like mm-hmm. the main ones. Anything else, I feel like you, you kind of filled in the gaps on those. But like it, it was really just more so the impact, and then being old enough to to understand and and see. It, how timeless it was and, and what she was able to do with it like you know what i'm saying but those three probably like my my go-to go-to's for real for real like i'll, I'll cut on the the velvet rope the title track like nigga the way that shit comes on that is a uh imagine that it's it's a it's a, like a little skit before that mm-hmm. and then that shit drops and it's so cinematic the way that shit comes on and, and, and the breakdowns all at the end. It's just a musical experience, my nigga. Even if like if, if you ain't even into Janet Jackson, man, if you just listen to the title track itself, it's gonna pull you in. Like Yeah, I was like, oh yeah. I was like, yeah, this is a great way to start start this album off. Uh I did want to point out one skit uh that I I found out while I was reading about the skit was the the one with um Elvis Presley's daughter, the one uh, that was uh, married to Michael Jackson, uh, Marie Marie Presley or whatever wow. her name is. Uh, uh, forgive me, but the fact that <laughs> it's her, like Janet Jackson, like like moaning and all that, I was like, yo, this is wild. But, but I mean, okay, it's Janet Jackson. This is <clears throat> this is when she started doing it. The 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 album before this, Janet, bruh, that was that was like this is like. That's when she started getting sexy on, on Janet, right? Like taking mm-hmm. you like that. This is like we getting into like the 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 we having sex, but like now niggas just curious, just all over the place with shit. That's what this album is. But the one before that, hey, so that that skit was like, yeah, because I was like, she she got sister in law to come. Like I just need you. I'm gonna do a voicemail. I just need you calling. I just need you to moan. <laughs> Like I was like, that is wild. Like, the hey sis, is getting busy. <laughs> I was like, she was like, hey sis, I need you. Need, we're gonna do a, a whole little voicemail thing. I need you to moan like you, like you, uh, you know, pleasuring yourself. Yeah. And we're gonna put it on the album. And then Terry and, and Jimmy Jan, Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jan. Yeah, that's all right. Next day, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, no, nah, I need you to do it over again. Or they like Janet, we got it. Janet, we got it. She's still going. It's like, all right. <laughs> 
So like, like, hey, hey fellas, just hit record and leave the room. Just hit record and leave but, the room. But, but that's what I'm saying too. Like yeah. the skits and all that stuff. That's part of the, the the actual experience too. Because it's even with some of the stuff, it may not be as blatant as like the moaning and stuff, but it is telling you, like, like it's it's exposition for the music, right? It's setting the yeah, because it, it's setting for like the the sad interlude, which goes into special about her not feeling special and one of these person can't be stopped and accept me at the end of the album it was like yep. yo yep but you got you gotta this is back when you actually had to sit that music was so dense and it, mm-hmm. it, it meant something and you could tell like she was going through something in this album like was her kind of finding like her own lane in this shit and then she took off after like she already was up but you know how it is when, when you're a super superstar like it's hard out the gate like because once you get there you got to keep fighting yourself to kind of like stay there or push yourself further i feel like she pushed herself further with this album mm-hmm. and then also i thought about while well, this is i was like this is why i need a, a janet jackson movie a, a well done janet jackson the documentary was cool mm-hmm. but i need to act yeah i'm with you yeah i need to see it Cause it just made me think like, yeah, as great as like your family was, at least with you and you and your brother, I was like, y'all had some issues. <laughs> well, and then find out she was married at sixteen to one of the elder barge. I was like, she was married at sixteen, and she was that was domestic. Yeah, drug dealing ass niggas, and having to do with domestic violence with him and all that. And I was like, yeah, I was like this. I was like, I need a Jenna Jackson movie to really explain all this because. Man, that Jackson household. Hot take for the episode. Uh, dare I say Janet Jackson's uh, catalog? Well, not catalog, but just I, I find myself liking Janet Jackson more than I like Michael Jackson. I mean, I, I, arguably, that's, that's a, that's, I've heard that argument too. It was like, and it's a it's a, a solid argument where like where you can pretty much kind of prove prove that. Because I also found out which I thought was cool was. Right before this album, she signed a, a eighty million dollar contract with uh, Virgin Records. Well, yep. she she re, she read up with uh, Virgin Records, and they said that at the time it beat the current um, record or whatever uh, contract that Michael Jackson had at like sixty million. And then I think um, who else was it? I know Michael Jackson. Um, he had like a sixty million dollar contract with his record label, and so her her contract when she read up with Virgin made it at the time the, the highest paid uh, music contract with eighty million dollars. And I was like, I was like, wow, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. It's like, 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 no, nah, that just shows like kind of getting with that argument of Michael versus Jen. It's like, yeah, I know y'all gave my brother sixty, but. I'm gonna show y'all why y'all need to pay me eighty. Right, and then the tour went on. Cause remember, that's when they, like Jen, this is global, so tours, all of that stuff is just the money just rolling in. She was mm-hmm. doing residencies and traveling, and it was wild. It was wild. Which also, Uncle Max, you gonna go to the, the tour this year? I, I, I talked to ne- I talked to Neezy about it, and I was like, look, you know what I'm saying? Neezy like to do the concerts and stuff. I was like, this is you know, it's gonna be a grown and sexy crowd. So I'm like, hey, you, you try to go, so we gonna see. We gonna see. I, I got you know, I got a little, little extra money for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? So I got some stuff left over. You know what I'm saying? So we might be yeah. able. To yeah, I, I thought about that too. I was like, I, I think I might you know, pull that trigger and do it, especially because you know my guy Ludacris is the opening act. So I was like, yeah, yeah. that be I'm, I'm, But I'm, I'm, I'm also slightly considering uh, trying to go out of state for this one because I saw they got they got a, a, a Savannah. Show. So I was like, oh, maybe I can do like a, a weekend in Atlanta, you know, start off with the, the concert or whatever, just go visit Atlanta Excellent. for the weekend or something like that, you know? Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, because, you know, we got the baby and stuff, so we just now starting to kind of do our uh, 
like date nights again and stuff. So yeah, as we get closer to the time, we're gonna see what's going on. But I, I wouldn't rule it out. I'm, think it's not strange when you see me. It like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> we love each other. <laughs> 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 just fall. Like you gotta think, cause uh, real quick, back to the the Michael versus Janet thing. All them people that used to pass out from uh michael jackson like fainting in the crowd and stuff but think mm. about all the dudes that got lap danced on stage and they ain't pass out but they was, but they was on their way to passing out if you know what i'm talking about yeah <laughs> you gotta come help you get a towel uh, and yeah. a cigarette when you get up like they, they come help you off the stage to give you a towel and a cigarette and then escort you back to your seat. like you okay yeah. bro go in the bathroom and freshen up a little bit clean yourself up a little bit. yeah you like <laughs> that's, that's uh, it, <laughs> Put that towel around the waist, like, hey, 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 I don't need everybody in the crowd see- seeing everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank you, Janet. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I'll be, in, I'll be in your dressing room when you get done. <laughs> yeah. Told you, man. Janet Jackson is shit, man. Hey, I, I see why JD, you know, keep going back. <laughs> well, you got to, you got to. <laughs> bored now. He like shit. Dang, it's Janet. It's Janet. It's Janet fucking Jackson. Right. <laughs> Like I, I pulled a Jackson, like the Jackson, like yeah, well, 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 he still found a way to fuck it up. <laughs> right. Because here's my thing. Because in the documentary, she said like he just was tied to his work so much, and I understand. Because I, I, I'm a workaholic myself. I'm a recovering workaholic. I, I'm trying to like, you know what I'm saying, dice it up a little bit. But my nigga, if Janet's not at the studio, I'm not at the studio. Right. If Janet's at the house, the house. I'm house right. If Janet's like, I want to work on music. All right, Janet, let's work on some music. We got a home studio. I don't need to go and you know, I need to be up. Because they say he used to like to be in the clubs and all that. If Janet ain't going to the club, nigga, I'm not going to the club. If that ain't enough like motivation and muse that you need to create like art and all that, nigga. But they say this is about celebrities, though. We'd be like, oh my God, that's Janet Jackson. And somebody like a Jamaican people be like, nah, that's Janet Jackson. So, like, <laughs> but. I'm just saying, nigga, it's Jenny Jackson. Like, go home. Right. <laughs> you can, even if you go to the club to do a walkthrough, debut your new artist. Oh, we got Bow Wow. Yo, he too young to be here. Uh, uh, uh. 11.30, I'm out. Yeah. It's like, I got Jenny now. <laughs> See, I'm singing the whole way home. <laughs> we have a special need to feel like we belong. <laughs> I'll put on tonight's the night. Take it. See, mm-hmm. I, I just I, 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 I put that on on the, on the Instagram like, hey, headed home. This is what I'm listening to tonight's tonight. <laughs> Y'all know what that means. This nigga put that to... rope burn on this nigga. See, now you're trying to scare the chicks away. <laughs> but uh, anything else you want to talk about with this album? Nah, I think I think we covered most of it, man. Mostly, I just wanted to highlight impact. You know what I'm saying? I know when I made this selection, you was it, it hit you in far left. You're like, what the fuck? But I appreciate music on a deep level, bro. I like what I like. You know, of course, I, I'm, yeah. I'm as you go see with some of these other ones that we cut co- that we cut co- rolling with. But uh, I like what I like. But I also recognize just good music and can appreciate it. Can appreciate it for what it is, especially when it's an artist that I fuck with. Man, I fuck with Janet Jackson, man. Like as a person, she just she seems like such a cool person. Oh yeah, definitely. Thank you for you know, the, the the first uh, selection for this this go around in this, this new year for album for me to check out. So yeah, definitely yeah. appreciate that, my guy. So so wait, hold on, real quick, because we got to start giving ratings and stuff. <clears throat> now we I I didn't profess for this album through the entire episode. 
scale of you want to do 10 or you we just, we keep it to five like scale of one Let's to five, five. To, okay one to five where do you rank this album small just off of one listen i'll say a strong four okay okay just off of one one listen that's I'm definitely going to go because, again, just from the little bit of research I did, I was like, oh, I want to learn more about the because, you know, when, when I get into like an album and I want to know like all the intricacies of the chord and all the background for the lyrics. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to really just go through and really deep dive in, into this whole album. I'm the same way. Especially with shit like this when it's dense. Now, if they just going in there and just cat in the hat, rat in the bat, like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Rat a tat tat, like, all right, whatever. But this. You had icons in this motherfucker, bro. You got Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam. You, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You got Q-Tip on this motherfucker. Like, like mm-hmm. fucking Janet Jackson. Buddy. I can't keep saying this brother. It's fucking Janet Jackson. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, man. I, I just think it was a dope album. I, I'll give it a five out of five, but I, I told you, I, I done lived with this album for so long, and, and even now, going back to revisit it and stuff, it's like, nah, like, nigga, this is like a 15 out of five. Like, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> amazing body of work, man. Yeah, the yeah. album too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this has been another episode of the Music Impulse. I'm here with my guy Big Papa Skeeta, and we just discussed Vera Root from the uh, legendary, the Queen Janet Jackson, and we'll be back for another episode discussing another album. And we out. Peace.